Is it a little bit closer? There we go. Now I can Closer. What a good song. Turn the, l- <laughs> Turn the lights off in this place. Oh, oh should, God. Mate, old school Neo was the shit. Bangers and mash. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, people. How are we all doing? Hope you're all doing fantastic. How are you, Spence? Yeah, good. I actually feel good. I did some neck exercises today. You took inspiration from me? Yeah, I don't like them. They hurt. <laughs> Fucking suck. <laughs> Which ones did you do? Uh, so harness on going up. Yeah. Side holds. Yeah. And then Bosu ball pushing down and in. Yeah. Double chin one. Yeah. Fucking nice. You're going to be six foot three, mate. No, so catch I, I did, it's on the Bosu ball one. I did pushing in and back, similar to if you're about a bridge kind of thing. God, you're an athlete. You're an athlete. Who is this guy? <laughs> so our last few podcasts that I, I still got two to upload <laughs> yeah well we've got the two that we need to merge together as well I need uh, hmm? there's the ones last week's one we need to splice together yeah, yeah I haven't uploaded that one I haven't uploaded the week before yet even better shock so I've got two podcasts to upload Tom one job but we apologise the previous podcast we've just kind of ended up talking about uh, fighting and jujitsu just so tonight it's is about fighting it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to go... We, we've got a bunch of um, responses from you guys on a question that I asked. And we're going to go through them. But, um, yeah, it's only because, obviously, a lot has been happening with our lives in jiu-jitsu lately. It's, yeah. it's been to be taken over. Yeah, I mean, I think... I think I'm <laughs> it's definitely taken over mine. And now side note, yeah, I think I'm doing a double tomorrow. You, you're going to do a double? I Good. think I'm going to do the double Good. tomorrow. Good. Come well, on, I will right. double check. I'll bring my gi in. So we got 10 a.m. and we got 6.30 I'll make sure I've got my gear with me because I'm in all day. Yeah, I'll be coming in 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. I finish at 6, so if you need it brought in, I can bring it in there. That's, that's right. I'll have to take it with me in the morning, mate. Right. Sweet, there you go. So Spencer, yeah, Spencer dislocated his toe in his like, oh, se- second in his, like, session. Second, second gear session, second, second <laughs> session in within like 20 minutes. Yeah, and, so, and the head instructor uh, was like, what the fuck? Yeah, so literally, so I went to push off my foot um, to go up and over and to bridge over. Um and I was like, huh, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> I was like, I can only feel four toes on the floor. <laughs> and it was like, what the fuck? And I, what the fuck, man? I had a guy in a, I think it's called a collar choke. I'm assuming it is. You're just holding his... his I had a collar wrapped yeah. around his throat and I was pulling back and back yeah. mount. Um, so I pulled him in tight to the body and put my foot in the air. Um, I was just like, oh, that's why. And then, yeah, my <laughs> pinky toe was at a 90 degree bend. Um, so I just kind of <laughs> so said funny. to him, like almost like whispering in his ear. I was like, mate, I've got to stop. My toe's out of place. And he was like, what do you mean? And looked down. Um, and yeah, my toe was just out of place. Um, and I was just kind of there like, does anyone want to put it back in? <laughs> and the coach was like, I don't think it comes under warranty. There's <laughs> no the insurance. The coach yeah. wasn't insured. So, so I got Tom to put it back in. I just I just gave it a little little tickle on yeah. the side. And um, it popped, Mitch popped back in. Bit, yeah. bit, how's it feeling now? This, this it's, is ten, it's still tender. Three but. days after, a bit bruised. Yeah, it's still tender, but it is what it is. Thing is yeah. People don't realise how little... We'll quickly get past the toes, because you yeah. know I can talk about toes all day. Which is as evident last night, our conversations. But um, toes... People don't realise how little you actually use your toes. And I now do direct toe training, and you're like, wow. I have so much more movement I didn't thought I had before and strength in my toes. But uh, so when you go to kind of use them in jiu-jitsu, and especially you being 110 kilos, like pushing yeah. yourself around through your little toe, especially yeah. your baby toe. And I'm quite aggressive in my motions. Like, like, I don't hold back. I just go. You're going to break. Yeah. You're going to break something. So that's what happened. And then your third session, 
you uh, got your neck cranked, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I got um, guillotined again by a by a female. Yeah, yeah, no, she's solid though. Um, that yeah, girl, she, she got a guillotine on tight, um, and yeah, it just stretched my neck out in the opposite direction. Um, so no. the opposite side's just been tight as fuck. No, you can't turn left. It's Zoolander. No, I've got it back now. Wait, Zool- Zoolander, could he only turn left or just couldn't turn left? Oh, I can't remember. It was one of them. Uh, I'm pretty sure yeah. he couldn't turn left. Like, oh, um, my God, he turned I think left. I it was only turn left. Yeah. Well, um, but yeah, people no, like, about. It's, it's just tight. That's all it is. And I think it's it's more that going back motion for me more than anything because that's the motion that I Everyone's like that. Out. Everyone gets tight, like, looking up yeah. to the ceiling. There's that whole thing where you can't, like, open your mouth and look at the sky. Um, but yeah no it's um really good and yeah physically i'm feeling better now um yeah yeah it's fun i prefer doing both gi and no gi now i prefer no gi at the moment um i think it's only because you've only done no gi yeah no i've done well technically i've done one full session of each yeah oh no i did two two Three, you've done three no gi pretty much. You did your taster session as well, like with a Ricky Tech. Yeah. But I don't know, it feels a bit more natural. I think it's, it's purely on the fact of I can just work with a body there, whereas yeah. when it's gi, it's like I've got to think, right, there's there's almost like extra limbs here I've got to think about now. Yeah, that's the fun so, bit. But yeah, you know, it is a lot, a lot of fun. Um, I, quite a lot of people are coming up to me being like, has that not put you off it? Has that not like dislocating I'm like, no, why would it? Like, no, I'm, I know I'm someone I get, I get injured quite easily. Um, it's something that I've always been brilliant at but yeah it's just it's i fun. am very good at hurting myself that is my that is my strength <laughs> it's just one of them it's like i don't i don't really especially in that moment because obviously adrenaline's up and everything like that I, I don't really feel it when i get injured no you don't unless, i click my yeah. toes so many times yeah and unless, you only feel it after there's only like unless i've broke something or and even that is it's mainly the swelling that kind of gives it away to me. Like yeah. I know what broke a broken swelling looks like now. Yeah. Um, right. And obviously dislocations is just that limb just doesn't work. How did you find running on it today? Uh fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like again, this is why I'm just like I don't I don't have a lot of sensations in my toes anyway, because I've, I've I think I've done them quite a few times. Big toes are the only ones that I still oh, kind of wouldn't be nice, would it? That's a guy did his big toe and that's why he's out at the moment. Yeah. One of the guys did his big toe. Fuck that shit. Oh yeah, because it just affects your walking gait and everything. Yeah, it got us all over the places, all over the place. And you don't realise like how important your toes actually are to fucking Oh mate, they are. We'll do a whole podcast on toes, mate, if people <laughs> want it. Like I'll give the people what they want because it's what I want. Nobody wants that. Toes. Right. Should we go through some of these questions? Yeah, so basically Tom put a um let me explain it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so every now and then on Instagram, oh, and, and with my clients, I, I have this form that is just, it's called my one question form. And it's completely anonymous. And I, I put a question on it to uh, to the people. And um, just to kind of gauge where people are at with certain things. So we're going to go through my most recent one. But uh, my question, my first question I did, question I put like, just give you an example. I said, What's something you feel you need to be doing but currently aren't to help progress your health and fitness? And then I get your answers like, eat more protein, train my abs, you know, if I can be more focused on my diet and nutrition. And then what I do is I create content about that for my clients and Instagram and social media. So It's, good, it's a good way for yeah, because it's completely it's well. co- yeah, it is, mate. Because I get loads, and it's completely anonymous. And uh, so I put up a new question the other day, and I was like, uh, "Be honest. What's an excuse you always make?" Mm. That's that's the uh, 
that is it. I'm just trying to get this in a, in a thing. So I've got a good mixture of people from my coaching group, my app group, um, Insta. and Instagram. So uh, a lot of them are the same, you know, like we'll go through like all of them. Yeah. Um, but if there's obviously, if there's some of the same, then you'll understand it. Like there's a lot of people saying like time and stuff like that. A lot mm. comes off a lot tired. We'll go through this all. So um, we can, there'll be some things that we'll cross over, but I thought it'd just be an interesting thing to go through. Cause we've, touched on excuses before yeah and you know like the, the it's what is a valid excuse and what's just you making an excuse like there yeah. are there are things that do get in your way yes but it, the, a lot of the most of the time it's things people let get in their way oh, i can't be asked yes yeah yes so we're going to start with my favorite one and i think the most bullshit one. Oh, busy oh fuck off 24 hours in a day uh, I'm not even coming from the standpoint is 24 hours in a day. The standpoint I like to come from is what are you busy with? Yeah. What what are you doing? Look at your day. Like don't even think about adding more time to your day. What are you busy with? Because the majority of the people that I know TikTok and myself <laughs> I'm busy but there's so much fluff. Like it's like a bit of bacon. Yeah. There's so much fat that could be trimmed and all of a sudden you take that fat off you're like Oh shit, it's actually, you know, where am I actually busy? Like, where is the productive work? Okay, sweet. That's the bit that can't stay there. And then where's the fluff? Where's the procrastination? Where's the wasted time? Because that's there. Yeah. That's there for everyone. I'm not perfect. I'm busy, but there's a lot of fluff there. There's a lot of fluff there to get done. You know, I think everyone's got shit going on. And, you know, I don't care if you're fucking, you're fucking homeless person or... You're Elon Musk. Like, there's just different spectrums of busy with a lot with what's going on. Like, yeah. everyone's got shit going on. Like, I know the whole thing. Everyone's got 24 hours in a day, blah blah blah. But uh, you know, that annoys a lot of people. And I, I just, I just like to think of the standpoint. Like, what are you actually busy with? Yeah, I think you know? for for me, I like the 24 hours in a day because it's like you've got 24 hours in a day. Certain ones are allocated. So let's say like sleep, you know, eating, work, whatever it is. You still got a good chunk there. But it's what you use in those spare hours. So there's norm you normally find there's about four or five hours there that just aren't being used for anything. And it, it comes into the point that you make there is it's really just those four or five hours you fill up with something. Because you're never just sat there like not in attendance kind of thing. Yeah. You're doing something in those hours. Yeah. So then it's like, all right, what it comes into the next point, which is basically what's your priorities. Yeah. Is your priority to sit on the sofa for an hour, scrolling through TikTok, doing fuck all, or is it to go and do something that's going to be productive to you? Yeah. Simple as that. Like 25 I've, hours in a day, I've use them properly. I've got clients who, uh, I've got mums who have very well-paid jobs or they're, they're yeah. self-employed, who have, have, have kids and have a partner, have social lives. Like, I think if you're a finger for your mum, with a job and a partner, I think that's a, that's that's pretty tough. I just say a single mum with a job, full time job, single yeah. mum. Yeah. I think that's pretty tough. But then I've got we got clients that still manage yeah. to get it in. Yeah, again, it's come it comes down to I know some people are less fortunate in the take case of sorting out care or those kind of things. Care, yes, yeah, someone who has to care for like a like a relative or, or something like, like that. Yeah, you know, their financial position might be compromise so they are working excessive amounts yeah but there's if, if you want to take care of your health it's not even oh i've got to find an hour to work out in it's your everyday fucking habits 
Yeah. Like your simple, simple shit. Like your food choices, for example. You know, oh, it's quick and easy to go and grab pizza. It's quick and easy to make a chicken fucking wrap. Yeah. It, you can bang it in the oven. You haven't even got to sit there and check on your chicken. Comes out, bang it in a wrap, sauce, yeah. whatever you need. Like fitness-wise, just change how you do things in a day. Like, oh, I'm too busy. It's like, no, you just you just don't want it, and you're just using it as an excuse to it, be lazy. Really. It is it is that thing that, like, all right, I'm too busy. Okay, let's, let's say someone hasn't got those extra four hours, and they are, honestly are working. That's simply you not prioritizing your health and fitness, yeah. so you can't complain about it. You yeah. just, you can't. If you're, if you're not prioritizing it, well, you just don't complain Fuck about off. it, because <laughs> it's, it's obviously not on your horizon right now. Yeah. If it is something you want it to be on your horizon, you're going to have to look at where you can start trimming the fat in terms of your day. Are you actually busy? Is there shit you can get rid of, get rid of or, or make more efficient so you can claim back an hour to do some activity, manage your food? Because you don't need, you don't even need that much time. Like if you want to, let's say you're super busy, laptop fucking lifestyle all the fucking time or in the office all the time and you can't make it to the gym. All right, you can still manage what goes in your mouth. You can still manage where you're potentially active in terms of walking around, like getting up every hour yeah. or so. And you can do 10, 15 minute workouts. You could get up and do like fucking burpees, squat jumps, high knees, whatever, a quick sprint up and down the block. Yeah. Okay, you do that three times a day. When you wake up on a lunch break in the evening, that's 45 minutes of training. Okay, all of a sudden you've got that in throughout the day. That's something you could actually do. Because I know a lot of people are like, oh, I haven't got fucking two hours to go to the gym, train, fucking shower, then come home and eat, and then go to work again. Like, all right, just fucking do some small spreads. Do small little interval workouts. And if you're in a position where you can't even do physical exercise for whatever reason, that's fine. Because weirdly enough, if your goal is to lose body fat, physical exercise is a tool we use to aid that. It's not the fucking main one. The main one is what goes in your fucking mouth. Yeah, like honestly, if I if I was to take a step back, blank canvas, and the sole goal was weight loss and I could only do one thing, it would be managed food. food. Yeah, food. It would be managed food. Like that would get me more results than anything else is managing my food because my food would automatically manage my activity level in terms of my energy. Okay, if I was eating well in a slight deficit, I would have a good amount of energy to do some yep. basic stuff. But if I just manage my food, that's going to get me more results than just focusing on training. Yep. So if you're busy prioritize the food because if you want to lose weight you want to feel better about yourself get in shape it's that that would be my suggestion is if you're super busy if you are busy look at where you can trim off the fat because everyone's always got a bit more time there's probably some stuff that you're doing that you think's busy that's probably an absolute waste of time oh yeah okay like we've all got that shit 100%. and then uh then just look at where you can get in little little bits prioritize food activity sometimes you might be able to train in the gym sometimes you just have to do home workouts but prioritize it put it in your diary make it yeah. happen plan it okay don't use the excuse of busy i think it's a bullshit one it's absolute bullshit hear people say oh, i'm just been busy been busy you can do always do something yeah. you can always do something right uh we've had i'm too tired and it's come up one two three all right why four, are you tired Five, five times I think. So my my, my first response to that is always, "Why are you tired? Why are you tired?" And they go, "Oh, I don't know. I just don't sleep enough." It's like, "All right, so why are you not? Because you're up till one o'clock and you're up at seven a.m. every day. All right, straight <laughs> the bat, fix your sleep pattern." Then it's like, then you get people come and they're like, "Oh, you know, I got really good. I got, you know, I get eight nine hours of sleep every night, but I'm I'll never." awake i always feel really groggy and tired it's like, all right let's look at the quality of sleep let's look at 
what you're doing leading up to sleepless what we're doing when you're waking up what's your overall activity levels like in relation to your energy what's your nutrition like like everyone just goes oh i'm i've i've always found this like they're always like i'm tired it's like all right what are you doing about it well i'm just getting on with it all right so you you're expecting it to fix itself yeah you know i'm pretty good with my routine in terms of that, in terms of energy yeah. and yeah, stuff yeah. like that so i feel i feel like i do come from a good place talking about managing fatigue because i was in a position i get oh, you I manage get your fatigue tired. very well i get being tired and because i remember when i was working 50 hour weeks in four days pt and was trying to train but literally was sometimes falling asleep while pt like i literally we stood up and i literally couldn't keep my eyes open i was getting like four hours of sleep a night monday to friday yeah. and i would just crash on the weekend i couldn't do anything just because i was working so much and yeah. like that was this was about this this all started about like two years ago, I'd say, when I was just working loads and loads and loads. I still work now, but I'm just more efficient with my time and efficient with what I'm doing. But I got to a point two years ago where I was really, really, really prioritizing sleep, set bedtime, set wake-up time. And ever since then, I haven't looked back and I've really, really, really managed to help my energy. It does mm. take time and effort. You have to prioritize it. This is going to be a theme, prioritize it. But I... It's discipline as well. I'm talking from a place where like I truly understand fatigue i have been there where a client has been training and i have to stop i, I could fall asleep stood up yeah. and i've had to excuse myself from them go to the bathroom throw water on my face wake myself up because i'm generally i could generally pass out where i was stood up and yeah. i've had that on numerous occasions from true tiredness like literally i could sleep just like that yeah so, so i really i really had to work on that because i was like i am not in a good place with this so it all started from set bedtime set wake up time and i've quickly learned that there's and, and this is my view this is like fucking research but i'm there's a lot of people will agree with this and i'm sure you can agree with this right now as well i think you've got i'm tired physically and i'm tired mentally okay and they two they cross over like a fucking venn diagram yeah massively and I think the things you need to sort for the physical side is the sleep, you know, seven to nine hours, the research shows good quality sleep, you know, start working on that. If you're currently at four, try and get to five. If you're currently at five, trying to get five and a half, just, just get closer, Perfect. just get closer to that seven yep. to nine over time. If you're at four, don't try and get to seven, get four and a half hours. Okay. Try and work on that. Try and get a better quality four. you know, gradually build it up. And then I think, People getting outside more. Sunlight yeah. is massive. Sunlight is massive. I know it's shit in the winter in the UK, but it still fucking helps not, get outside. It's not even just that. It's like sunlight is a major indicator, but like also just being in fucking nature. Yeah, just getting just getting outside. But the the, the actual physio, physio, physiology of sunlight it's is ridiculous. that vitamin yeah, yeah. D that helps with testosterone. Yeah. You know that that's that's the main thing. It's like your body clock. If you get if you it's just circadian rhythm. Isn't if it? you get sunlight in your eyes in the morning, even if it's just like five ten minutes, that's like your body clock like up awake. And if you actually get sun sunlight in your eyes and sunset, that's actually. And it helps your body, yeah. helps with melatonin production, help you sleep. So that, there's actually phys physiological things going on yeah. with sunlight. It's not just like, oh, wake me up, it's warm. There's actually things going, chemical changes in your body. Yeah. Our bodies have evolved happen. over time to yeah. run off a circadian clock. Yeah, it's like Literally a big, the, big daylight the sun cycle. is a big clock in the yeah. sky for us. When it's light, we're awake. Hence when why, it's dark, we go Literally, sleep. hence why in the summer, we all have naturally a shit ton more energy. Testosterone increases in the summer. Sex drive increases in the summer. Energy increases in the summer. Yeah. Fucking people have more energy in the summer. And they're like, oh, I'm tired. And, yeah. You know, I haven't got the energy. And it's like, yeah, well, no shit. Like, 
we're literally like fucking plants. Yeah, like, yeah. The sun is not there. Yeah. Get That's it. why we want to sleep more in the winter. But you've got to work on those habits. So the big things is sleep that I'd go for. I go for sunlight as best as I can. It's difficult because I work in a gym. Sometimes it's long days. But again, I, 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 it's not perfect every day, but I do it when I can. Yeah. Plenty of water hydration helps with brain focus helps with eye health it helps not drying out the eyes okay helps me fucking my mouth to talk and stuff like that just helps me just feel good i think hydration is a big one hydration is mad a lot of people don't actually realize hydration is mad um majority of my my food is not processed i have processed stuff you know i've literally just slammed a cookie before coming up here and you just gave me a brownie but uh (gasps) i know god i don't tell anyone but i'd say 80 percent of my diet is not processed food and i'm saying this because that kind of processed food, that like high sugary, high high kind of like processed stuff that's difficult for your body to break down, that's just shown to just make us feel a little bit more lethargic and drained. Oh, so shit for your body. Yeah, and and the shit. mental side of it as well. Like there's people who like feel drained from eating shit. Like you you know when you have a fat Chinese, you just feel crap. You feel like your your stomach. It's those over. days where you've had a few days of eating shit, and you're like, I didn't really realize it until I hit adulthood, and it was just like you sit there and you're like. I'm fucking craving some of I don't know what it is, and it's literally just craving veg. Yeah, yeah. You when I eat more that. veg, I'm more energized. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. Possibly. Yeah, just more veg. I still have all my meat and stuff like that. So it's sleep, sunlight, water. Majority of my diet is not processed. Okay, and then the the extra ones around that I really like, which I think you're right, is I'm I'm looking at my environment. I'm looking at the people and the places. The yeah. people. I'm staying away from toxic draining cunts and I'm staying away from shit environments because that is mentally and physically draining. And I know so many people that have cut people out of their lives and I've cut so many people out of my lives and you have as well. And it's a place where it's just like, we don't need certain types of people in your life because it just drains you. I think it's a very, very difficult, it's a very difficult, weird thing when you first do it. You're like, because it feels so foreign. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I'm so glad I've done that. hundred percent. Like all of a sudden, and then you goes back and it's like, I have all this extra time. Yeah. This is, this is, I put this in my, my chat yesterday. We haven't having this exact conversation pretty much. Yeah. And this is, this is a girl this is one of my online clients. And she said, the amount of people I've cut out of my life that I thought were great friends and said, I started my fitness journey yeah. and started to focus on myself. Funnily enough, now I'm so much more positive. And you're probably, uh, probably remember me saying how tired she was as an individual who like suffered with food and sleep yeah. and stuff like that as well. But she's realized that this was a huge factor that surrounding herself with like-minded people is a huge step in in achieving her goals and she can honestly say hand on heart um that this has been a uh oh and her her exact words what i just said sorry um you've got to cut the fat off the bacon yeah yeah cut the fat off the bacon yeah i think like people don't realize changing that environment surrounding yourself with people that are aligned to how you want to think and your thinking styles within a week you'll notice how much better life quality there is yeah because straight off the bat like you're surrounded by people that are going to support you motivate you drive you and you're going to do the same in return and everyone's fucking drive goes up around you again and it's like if you're surrounding yourself with people that are like oh no i don't want to do that like fuck doing that that's effort like oh this that like you're gonna find you'll just suck it up yeah because you're was it that phrase it's like you're a reflection of the five people you spend yeah the average the average of the five people you hang around with it's like you're hanging around with toxic cunts and you're sort of trying to be a great person 
Side note, you're a toxic cunt. Yeah, exactly. You just, you just naturally will pick up on that behavior. So, yeah, and that, that's where we start crossing over into the mental side of it. Like, because that's that the environment, everything in it. All, all of the stuff we've touched on so far is physical and mental, but a lot of it being the physical side. Yeah. Then the mental side as well, I think, I think having like some kind of goal something you need to know what you're working towards i think i think like how businesses have a mission statement i think in life you need like a mission statement whether it's just something so little like i just want to like i just want to be a good person i just want to have a fun life i want to be great to the people around me i don't know what it is okay but something for that just so you know like right this is me this is my life this is who i am like it's like your kind of motto and core values yeah you're yeah. understanding your core values okay and then it's looking at your co overall outlook on things yeah. you know negativity doesn't put a string in a spring in your step you know so it's looking at like all right if you struggle to be positive can you do things about your environment the things you're around the people you're around the things that you do to help with your positivity so it's it's for me obviously this is kind of where i do more work in um it doesn't even have to be changing the environment around you from a mental standpoint it's changing your perspective on the environment around you um, unless the environment is utter shit but even that like there's there's always something good no matter how shit the situation may be there's always a positive there it's just how hard are you willing to look for it if you are someone who is very content with the negative you'll give up like that if you're someone who can always find a positive it'll be there you know it might take 5, 10, yeah, 15 yeah. minutes it might take 2 years to figure out but you'll, you'll find it yeah. it'll be there and straight off the bat, like just that sheer will and that determination to find that positive, yeah. you'll find your whole approach will be tailored in a more positive manner. Yeah. And positivity breeds positivity. Like negativity will breed negativity. Like if you're constantly, there was a study done um, talking about nose jobs. Um, I think we might have spoke about it before. But basically looking at the perception that people had going into a nose job, their life was shit. Their life was gone. This is from a book called Psychosybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. Um, talking about people going in for no surgery and before the surgery they would they fucking hated their life they were a salesman they were absolute shit at their job they barely made any sales they had a shit personality shit social life shit mental health shit friends everything like everything in their life was just shit they got their nose done and all of a sudden they've come out of it a completely different person they're making the best sales their whole life's been flipped upside down now that one physical change to the nose hasn't done that that nose hasn't gone out and changed all those things. Mm. But what has happened is all of a sudden they've found themselves more attractive and it, it goes into ego and everything yeah, yeah. like that. But their whole perspective has changed. Yeah. Hence their attitude has changed. They've, it's then rolled on to the rest of their life. So they then implemented this thing where they were basically doing therapy before going for these no jobs and everything like that. And it was actually like how just by changing someone's perspective and their view on a certain thing can completely change them as a person, mm. which then affects job performance, everything like this. So it's like when we're talking to people and it's like, um, we're talking weight loss. If they are very negative, naturally you're going to get a shit ton of stress build up with that as well. Yeah. And they're not going to believe in it. They're going to fucking doubt it or anything like that. Naturally straight up about food choice is going to suffer. Exercise is probably going to suffer. Their stress has increased. So inflammation is going to increase. So they're probably not going to lose much weight or if any weight or it might even gain weight. If you've got someone who's sat there positively about it, they've got one, naturally their habits are going to be more disciplined. They're going to stick to it. They're going to do them. But two, stress is low. So they'll create that and they'll create that weight loss mentally. And it goes in then to that placebo effect as well. Of like you can convince yourself to do fucking anything. You've just got to genuinely believe that you yeah. can do it and you can do it. 
and that's basically what happens on the mindset kind of stuff it's like if you think of the if you're sat here thinking what you want obviously physically i'm not going to be materialistic like something on the table in front of me but if i want to go if i believe that i can go and make money and i genuinely sit there and i go yeah i can fucking do this i can make money i can do this i can put in the hard work and do all of that i will find a way to do it no matter how i'll find a way if i'm sat there with the slightest bit of doubt that doubt will come to show and i'll i'll follow that doubt yeah it's got me thinking like even just a little thing like when i wake up in the morning and then my whole perception of the day when i kind of make up a little bit more wake up a little bit more tired and then i'm i'm i spend the whole morning thinking about wanting more sleep reinforced reinforced, reinforced. i'm reinforced. there thinking oh when when can i get more sleep when can i get more sleep yeah. and then that day is slow and tiring yeah. but when i wake up and i'm just like fuck yeah let's do it yeah that just have that out of the day i've slept the same everything's the same the day flies by and i have a great day yeah. like and, I, and it's few and far between those those sleep days but every now and then i get them and it's just like all it started was was that little just like bit at the start of the yeah. day and then the whole day just whoo, just followed that trend and it is it is annoying but it's mad how just like that little kind of outlet can can happen so sometimes i i catch myself and i'm like nope we're not thinking about that because yeah. we know what it causes and the, uh, the amount of times that i did it on my like mental health recovery is ridiculous like it it's one of those things that you can very quickly slip into negative help Mm. Uh, thinking everything like that. especially if you're on like recovery or you know you're trying to transition out of this kind of thing um and this is why i did a shit ton of mindfulness because you've got to be aware of the present how you're thinking how you're feeling yeah and be able to pull that to where you want it to be and the amount of times i would sit there having a bad day and be like no i'm done now Trying to be good, trying to be positive, trying to try and do something. You do have to put yourself out the hole. Yeah, no one else is going to fucking do it. No one else gives a shit. But yeah, that's, it's, the literally the perspective in the mind is such a powerful fucking thing. Yeah. And I, because I've done quite a lot of reading with it, it, my kind of stuff with everything that I talk about with clients is all tailored towards that. It's like, you know, especially for the eating disorder stuff we do with clients, it's like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about why you're like this. Because mm. the answer isn't what you think it is. Yeah. So recap on tired, <laughs> sleep, <laughs> sleep, food, water, exercise is another one actually I forgot to mention, but that's fucking obvious. And look at your environments, people, your perception on things for that both physical and mental tiredness. Because, yeah. uh, you know, set your routine up. And if you're generally in a position where you just, you just hate it, change it. Yeah. To hate your job, change it. Hate your relationship, change it. You can sort it out. Yeah. Uh, right. So, number three, I really don't want to be in the gym twenty four seven. I fucking don't. Uh, we're both personal trainers, and we're not in the gym twenty four seven. I've done twelve hours in there today. I mean, granted, that's choice and work. But if you're in, you're there, in there, people think there people think they have to be in there training. Dumb as shit. There's a lot of people think they have to be in the gym training twenty four seven. Why? You don't have to be in the gym training twenty four seven, like. It's 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 not that you, if you want to get to a position you want if you want an outcome, it takes more work to get to the outcome, but maintaining the outcome takes less work. So understand making progress takes more effort, maintaining it's less. But you don't have to be in it. We've already said you don't even need to go to the gym. We already said that. Now obviously, if your goals are kind of like getting stronger, toning your physique and stuff like that, you have to suck it up and understand that a gym's probably going to help you. But uh, you don't. You're not in a gym twenty four seven. You can go. 
twice a week if you want to two three yeah. times a week even if you went every day for an hour a day i mean at the moment it's not time, 24 give you an idea weight tra- weight wise i train three times a week yeah that's it yeah I, I on top of that i run i run on a treadmill just because for me far easier far more convenient all these kind of things but yeah i there's a lot of members that would train a shit ton more than me our goals are nowhere near the same, so we don't need them to be. Yeah. Plus, like, it's just one of those things. Like, lower your expectations of what you feel you actually have to do. Yeah. It's not lowering, lowering your outcome, lowering the goal. It's lower the expectations. You don't have to do that much. And if you're, if you're at a point where you're doing two times a week in the gym and you want to up it, just go for three. Just yeah. go for three. Yeah. You don't need to go for fucking ten. <laughs> ten times a week in the gym. Mm. You know, just, just up it just a little, little bit if you're looking to up it. But you don't need to be in there 24-7. I train a lot. But majority of it is jujitsu at the moment, and I do weights. I mean, over the last month, weights has gone down to probably about fucking twenty percent of my training. Um, I'm gonna do a post on that, but um, yeah, I think you kind of as you like the position that we're in now. Yeah. Um, weights isn't the focus. Yeah. Weights is to supplement something else. Yeah, yeah. The like, athleticism. For, I mean, for me, yeah, I I care more about the athleticism. But weights is to supplement that. I'm not doing it to be better at the weights. I'm doing it to be better yeah. at this. Whereas yeah. most people are going and doing the weights because they want to be bigger. They want to lose fat or anything. Like this. Just, Especially yeah. with jiu-jitsu now, it's a little bit more like that's tailored towards that so yeah. that I can do better at that. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. This, it's a silly thing to think that. You don't need to be in the gym 24-7. You don't need to work out 24-7. Fucking hell, there's a lot of days where me and Spence just do fuck all. We train, <laughs> honestly. Like, like there'll be days where we just recover and just do fuck all. And you don't need to do you don't need to do gym 24, 24-7. So don't don't, yeah. don't think you have to do that. Hangover. That's a point. That's a point. Fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. No one cares about that. We've all been hungover. Oh, I'm hungover. I feel sorry for me. Fuck off, you chose. Like you, that's self-inflicted. Like yeah. that's yeah, that's all you get. Um, oh, I like this one. Fuck yeah. it, I'll go tomorrow. Why? That's the excuse. Fuck it. Oh, we've had that one, two, uh, two, two times. We've had that one. Yeah, why? yeah. I'll go tomorrow. Fuck it, I'll go tomorrow. And um, I what, what are you gonna say tomorrow? Yeah. So if you uh, I. If you say that once, if you give that to yourself once, you've opened the floodgates. Yeah. Like you will, you'll make it again and again and again. Yeah. And it will eventually get to a point where there's only so many tomorrows you can say, I'll do it tomorrow. And it'll get to a point where it's like, oh, I really, really, really wish I made the most of that time. Yeah. And I didn't just go when I was motivated, oh, but I, I was disciplined to go. I was disciplined and continued going. You know, it's like, all right, let's say in 100 days, you fucking do do 30, you know, you get to the end of the 100 days, you'd be rich, oh, I wish I made the most of another 30 days, and just, just, just did it, and just did it, rather than, oh, I have to do it all now, like, you know, you won't make up for it tomorrow, you could just do it today, and then tomorrow could be another day, but you just got to take each day as it comes, and just think, how, what can I do today to make tomorrow just that 1% better, just that 1% better, what can I do, and you don't have to write everything off because there's some people that are like, oh, I didn't go to the gym, so I'll write off my training, I'll write off my fucking diet, I'll write off my sleep, fuck it, fuck everything off, I'll start again tomorrow. Like, there's One a lot of light people. things gone wrong, that's yeah. it. There's fuck a lot it of people who just pull the plug on everything. Yeah. If one thing goes wrong, do your best to make the rest of it as solid as fucking possible. If you miss one minute of a film, you don't restart the whole film, like just continue yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's a good like, one 
Like it, everyone just stresses and it's like, oh no, everything's done. It's like no one gives a fuck. Like just pick up where you left off. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. And like, if if you get Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday goes to shit. Back on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Not every day you're gonna wake up and feel great. No, we don't. Yeah. We don't. And uh, you know, just you gotta take each day. As so it it's comes. a big one that I deal with, and we eating disorder ones is they or any kind of emotional or anything like that. It's as soon as one little thing happens in their day, so well, fuck it, I've done it now. And then the cycle starts, and the binging happens, and the response happens and everything like that and it's like trying to teach them actually like a minute can fuck up 10 minutes can fuck up you know an hour can be a fuck up that's fine every minute is a new minute yeah don't treat it like the last minute yeah make the most of the now yeah because you can control the now you can't control what's going to happen like you could say oh fuck it i'll do it tomorrow but what if you what if something actually really serious happens the next day and you can't do it or something yeah. comes up that that's actually out of your control. You're in the control now, so use it now. And don't let yourself get to a point where you're like, where you're just looking back with regret because you have no control of what's gone over in the past. Okay, so make the most of them now because that's all you got. That's all you fucking got without getting too deep. Uh, you'll like this one. What's mm. the point? I'll never get where I want to be anyway. All right, you don't want to be where you want to be. That's literally, you're reinforcing the fact there. Oh, what's the point? I'm never going to get there. All right, well, your fucking drive isn't there to get there. The fact that you're already thinking this shows you don't really want it. Yeah, and like, it's... Get on, like, get off it. Like, be real with yourself. If you're not fucking willing to put the hard work in and fail and try and fail and try and fail until you get it right, you don't want it. There's two ways you can look at this. If it's, right, I'll never get to where I want to be. Okay, now, is that because you can't be bothered to do the stuff that you know you need to be doing to get there? And if the answer is yes, that's fine. You just now have to ask yourself, can I live with the fact that I'm going to lower my goal standard mm. to a point where I'm comfortable? So let's say, you know, you have a goal. Um, let's just let's just do it monetary. Let's say you want to earn a thousand pounds and it takes doing, you got to do three things to earn us a thousand pounds. But those three things are quite hard. Mm. But you're like, but I could just earn 250 pounds doing these two easy things. Okay, that's fine. But you do those two easy things and you're only going to earn 250 pounds. So that's that's what we're trading off here. Like, all right, you do the mediocre things, and but you have to lower your goal. Or you just like suck it up and be like, no, I want that goal. I'm going to do those hard things. Okay, so just ask yourself, does the goal mean something to you? Do you actually want that goal? If you do, don't fucking accept where you're at. Don't, don't lay dead. Don't play dead or don't lay down. Get up, get it done. Do the things. If the goal doesn't mean anything to you and you could happily lower the standards and lower what you actually want, yeah. fine. And for some people, you may have to just do that. You may get to the point, you earn that £250 and you prove to yourself, all right, fuck it. I'll go for £500 now. Yeah. And then I'll go 750 And that might be the catalyst for you to, you know, you might have to take two steps back so you can take those steps forward to get to that £1,000. Some of you might not actually be ready in a mental or physical state to start working towards that £1,000 and that's fine. Start lower. Just broke. Start lower. Did they die? Did they? I've only got sound in one of them, one side. Uh, all right. Well, you can, you're on me right here. You can hear me. So you know, it might just be you. Just have to be real with yourself and and just accept that you just accept less now, and then and later in in the future, or just just accept less overall. 
Yeah. Or just accept you ain't gonna be a little bitch and you're just gonna do it. But the person who's put this just sounds like you're at a point where you just haven't got a lot of belief in yourself. And if you want belief, think of it like a little wheel. We've got belief, we've got action, and we've got results. If we believe in ourselves, we're more likely going to take action. And if we take more action, we're going to get more results. And if we get more results, Spence, what's that going to lead to? Oh, He's trying to oh, fix his headphones. Fix it. Fix it, we're going to get any. If we do more actions and get more results, we're going to get an increase in belief. It's people who continue to see weight loss, they have more belief that they can lose that weight. So we can't start a belief. If you haven't got any belief, we can't start there. If you haven't got any results, we can't start there. But action is always something we can force, whether we've, we've, we're ever at the bottom of the barrel. So look at the thing you're wanting to achieve. You know what you need to be doing to get there. Just look at the bare basic things and be like, right, I'm just going to work on some very, very, very easy actions, very basic things that I can work on, even if it's the simplest stuff, and I'm going to work myself up from there. Just to get that wheel turning, just to start seeing some some result and that result's going to lead to a little bit more belief. But uh, whoever you are, if you're ever in a, if you're in a situation, you're like, oh, what's the point? Don't fucking give up. Don't give up on yourself. You're too much of a beautiful soul to uh, to do that to yourself. You're beautiful. All right, God. Uh, I'm too tired. I can't fit my work in. We've gone over that. I'm too tired, and my body hurts. So my body hurts. My body hurts is an ex- as an excuse. I'll right. let you t- let you go on this one. As an excuse, my body hurts. Right, we'll so there's so, some recovery. So what would your client comes to you and they say, Spencer, I haven't been able to train. Um, my body hurts. I would tell them to grow the fuck. No, um, in all honesty, if the body's hurting, then we might just reassess what the program's doing, especially if it's consistently over like hurting every session, every week, kind of thing. It's giving us the same result. We'll pull back on the session volume to reduce overall. Uh, loads um, but if it's a case of actually they're doing a training training's fine but we're looking at other aspects so for example sleep shit nutrition shit all these kind of other areas that may influence that then we're going to address them and be like well actually let's sort out your recovery side of things because training stimulus might be low and you're still getting sore but actually your body's not in a position where it can recover so, for example, whether that's the case of us not getting asleep in order to recover or whether it's a case of your calories are so low um, from whatever reason that you're just not got the energy to recover. So on top of the feeling sore, you're getting obviously the tiredness and the fatigue and everything like that as well. So there's loads and loads of factors into it. The best thing that I can honestly say is just move. Like just stay moving. You'll find that it will ease up with the fresh blood flow going in everything will just ease up naturally. So even if you're going in and hitting that same session at just majorly reduced volume and using it as a recovery session or a deload session, you might go in and just go through a complete deload kind of week or a recovery-based session, which might just be easy cardio followed by stretching and shit like this. But the main time is if you're too sore, it just means that you've done too much damage to the body in the first place. So whether that's from training standpoint or yeah lack of recovery standpoint yeah and most people at the end of the day aren't going to be in a position where they are hitting a point of overtraining 
So you know, it is fine to train on a little bit of soreness. And if you had a little bit of time off training, you can still train when uh, you are going to be sore when you come back to it. it happens to me every single time. Um, but understand it's fine to train when your body's sore. Just ease yourself back in. Take recovery days when you need it. But understand your body's going to hurt because you're breaking your body down through training. Right. So what have we got? We've got a few more left. Everyone else is miles ahead of me with progress, so why should I even bother? I'll never catch up or be at their level. Why are you trying to be them? Yeah, there's no point. There's no point being other people. I was having this conversation with a client. Have you had this conversation with anyone? So many people. Yeah, there's a lot. They look so good. If we all had that mindset, no one would be doing anything. Like The first person ever to train would be the only person to ever have trained. Because I can't be where they are, so why should I start? Why should I even bother? Like... If everyone had that mindset, no one would be achieving anything because they all do it because they all have their own intrinsic individual goals. It's it's self-motivation or it's 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 just their own ideals. It's a focusing on themselves because th- someone else's journey isn't yours. You know, their goals aren't yours, their their situation, their ideals, their motivation, you know, their struggles, their wins, their losses. That's not yours you'll have your own and you need to work on what you're doing you know it doesn't matter how often someone else is training or or how much someone else is progressing or how many wins someone else is getting you know or what someone else looks like you are you 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 won't be me you won't be spencer i can't be spencer he can't be me as much as he won't want to be me you know you can't do it you just can't do it so you've got to focus on you at the end of the day because you'll just drive yourself crazy trying to focus on other people. Like this is like a um, uh, something I like to kind of share in with this conversation is like we've all been there in relationships where you compare your relationship to other relationships and you feel shit in your relationship. And the same, I've been there. I've been there, done that, and I've done it with business. I've compared my business to other businesses where you feel shit. And then I've done it in my own health and fitness where I've compared my health and fitness to other people's health and fitness and you feel like shit. So you have to focus on yourself. You have to, if you're at a point where you just like really can't deal with seeing other people's shit or whatever, just block it out. Fuck other people off. You know, you need some time just to get your, your head in the, the head down and just focus on the behaviors and habits and ticking the boxes for yourself and just ignore everyone else out. Block the noise. Yeah. But yeah, it's all about you at the end of the day. It is all about you. You have to you have to be a bit selfish with it all. And it's not about catching up. It's not about being at someone else's level. It's your own level. Yeah, it's your journey, not theirs. It's your own it's your own journey. It's your own journey. Right. Yeah. You can have this one. Uh, the oh, Everyone's fucking talking about time. Time, time, time. Because of work and life commitments. Measure time, but like, like, stuff's going to come up, people, with, with life. You know, stuff just will come up for all of us. But you need that baseline plan. You need that baseline structure. You need those values. You need your non, non-negotiables that you just don't argue with. Now, there'll be things that are completely out of your control that will come in, but you need to think, right, what's in my control for me just to get done? Like, you've got to prioritize it. You have to prioritize yeah. it. Uh, right. So, be honest, what's an excuse you always make? That it's okay to go off track for an extended time because I can get back to where I want to be if what if I wanted. I think that's kind of be... What's your initial thoughts on that straight away? I do have a thought on it, but I'll let you talk. Hmm. That it's... What was the reason that you came off? That's, I mean, that's the kind of big thing for me there. 
is looking at why you've come off it um, and the time that you've spent off it as well. You know, if it's a case of you were doing something but you were kicking up some other issues in another area that needed attention, then yeah. Um, but again, it's that priority thing. So if, for example, it's your number one priority to be in shape, but you're using that as an excuse, oh, you know, it's all right, I'll get back on it at some point. Reassess your priorities, maybe. Yeah, I think, I think it's a healthy, it's a healthy thing to to say to yourself. You can get back to where you yeah. want. That's fine. I think that's a good mindset to have. But um, that it's okay to just be off. Like, if you want time off, you take time off. Um, but it's it's not. You know, as long as you don't feel bad when you come back to it, like, yeah, yeah that's fine. But a lot of people probably will eventually get to a point where it's like, you're taking so much time off and it's like, Oh, I really wish I made the most of that time. Yeah. So is it motivation? Is it discipline? Like I, I would say to yourself, like look forward and be like, right, I'm not wanting to waste this time. I'm going to do what I can. You don't, you know, extended times off. I, when you take time off, it doesn't have to be from everything. You don't have to just like, Oh, because I'm not, like I said before, cause I'm not training. That means I'm not dieting. That means I'm not sleeping well. That means I'm not managing my whole routine yeah so it's it's don't just knock everything on the head like do it with some reason and structure so you know that you're still kind of either maintaining stuff or progressing stuff so you can keep developing things yeah uh, but i mean i like the idea that you you feel good with it but you know don't just fucking suck everything off you know uh again, okay. again to me is the wise yeah, yeah, it's just the why, like, why are you having the time off? Like, is there a structure, a reason, reason to it, or is it just because yeah. you can't be fucked? If it's because you can't be fucked, then yeah, it's um, like something's got to change there. So, right, we've got a few more. Uh, so, this one's the nutrition based one. Be honest, what's an excuse you always make? I don't need to track my food. No, you don't need to track your food. Yeah, you don't. I mean, uh, again, if you're someone who you know your shit with food, and you're trying to lose body fat and you're trying to be in a deficit, yeah, you kind of do need to track your food to know that. Yeah. If you're someone who has eating disorderly habits or disorderly eating habits, um, which are triggered by that, then, yeah, you really don't need to track your food. I mean, I don't track my food. Like, I kind of eat more intuitively and it's, you know, I'm, it's doing well for me. But I know that's because I know the other little bits that I'm putting in as well. Yeah, I think this is coming from someone um, who knows they need to be tracking food, though, like for weight loss. And it's like, yes, you don't need to track your food, but if you need to have an idea, if you're looking for accountability, structure, and like you need to hit your calories and your macros and stuff for that, and you know that's something you need to be doing to help you that, yes, you don't need to track to do that, but tracking will help you, and tracker will tracking will put you in such a higher percentage success yeah. rate with your weight management they're like just do it because it just it takes out the guesswork and when you take out the guesswork then you can start thinking all right i'm progressing because my food's in a good place or i'm not progressing because my food's not in a good place and i know how to change it because my food is being tracked yeah. and managed and if you're someone who just naturally hates tracking then one understand why you do and two just rather than tracking every single day track every now every once a week or something like that just to give you that idea or even once every two weeks just to give you an idea as long as your food doesn't vary massively day to day to day because again if you're trying to get on to where you want to be and that's your priority is to lose body fat you're just 
in a sense, not being lazy, but not wanting to do the work that's needed. To get yeah. Done. It's like when people say, uh, it's, it's mainly, this is mainly in guys. Uh, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking just bulk. Because when people say I'm just going to bulk, it's because they just want to, they can't they, be fucked to track they food. Just wanna they just want to justify why they're eating. That's, this is, that's literally it. Nail on the head. It's, it's justifying that you, you can just eat what you want. Justifying, oh, I'm not going to track because it won't draw attention to the shit food that I'm eating. Yeah. That's why you don't track. No, I just, yeah. <laughs> no, I just don't enjoy it. Like, I've, I've done it before. I don't really have a need to anymore. Sorry, we're getting you back on it. Yeah, well, at some point, just, yeah. Like, it's like not- I, I don't track, I'm not in a tracking phase at the moment. I tracked the uh, few weeks leading up to my comp. And whenever I'm in, like, kind of a proper weight management phase, yeah. I, I track, I track everything. Yeah. I plan and I bank calories, yeah, yeah. but I don't do it every single day. Um, cause I'm just, I can eat so well, so intuitively, like better than yeah. most people I know. Um, I'm really, that really, comes from experience of doing Yeah. I've, I've, but I can do that because I've tracked food. I understand portions. I understand how many grams of proteins in something just by looking at it. Cause I've weighed it so many times, you know, I can just do it with my eyes closed. So yeah, just make sure it's not just a lazy bone idle excuse for fucking, you just want to eat whatever you want. Uh, we got two more, two good ones, two very good ones. Right, I'm not going to be good enough, um, or I'm scared. This is this is two actually. I'm not going to be good enough. That's an excuse. I'm not going to be good enough. Uh, and well, it kind of links with the third bit. Right, so people, are you going to be good people will think if I do it, I am rubbish. So what? Everyone's going to start somewhere. I'm scared what other people will think. I'll just read the whole thing. I'm not going <laughs> to be good enough. Yeah. I'm scared what other people think if I do it. I'm um, rubbish. I don't know if it's just my reading or their English. <laughs> it could be either or. <laughs> we is is a fifty-fifty. Yeah. So, <laughs> rubbish, scared, not good enough. That's how we're summarizing this. Uh, start with rubbish. Everyone's gonna be rubbish when they start out. Something. No one's fucking good at it when they start. Like, that's the point of starting. You know. Um. You know, let's take jujitsu. I'm shit at walking in. I I'm weird because I love being shit at things. I love having to get better, but. Yeah, like, so what? Everyone's been in that position. Like, everyone's been in that position when you walk into the gym for the first time. Not a fucking clue what they're doing. That's okay. That's actually quite a normal part of your journey. Like, there's so much kind of free resources out there now to speed track that journey to help you just get basic stuff. You can literally Google workout plan. There's so many videos. There's so many free plans out there. There's so many little bits. Go on to anyone's Instagram and go, oh, that's a movement I want to do. Bam. Doesn't matter if you get it wrong. It's learning. It's yeah, part of, it's part of the thing. Uh, what was the other bit? So it's. it's I'm not good enough. I'm scared of what other people think. I'm you're rubbish. not good enough. Like, what's your standard that you're comparing against? Yeah, you, like you're not. You shouldn't compare to other people. You can learn yeah. from others, but you're not trying to compare to others. You're. If you just did some squats and you're going into your second sets of squats. You can only compare your first set to your second set. If it's your first ever second set, uh, first ever time of doing it, you know you can only compare to what you know from you, and you can learn from other people. But you just compare them with yourself, and you can justify whether you're good. With are you getting better? Because if you're getting better, you're doing good. You're going to get there. You know we all learn these things. You know there's loads of things that I've never done that I'm rubbish at. Yeah. You know, but um, one thing I'd say, scared what other people think. Nobody. 
gives a fuck about you. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Nobody gives a it's fuck one, it's about you. One of my you. favorite things to do is to take a new client to the free weights and stand on a bench and be like, who's looking at me? Nobody gives a fuck about you yeah. at all. At all. Like, the, yes, there's people that love you, obviously, fucking in your life, whatever. But just in terms of just random people looking, nobody gives a fuck who you are, what you're about. No yeah. one cares about your struggles, your life, your shit, because everyone's got their own fucking shit going on. Yeah. So shut the fuck up in your head. It's your perception of yourself that is being projected to these people, okay? Yeah. And you, you think they're thinking these things, but it's what you're thinking of yourself. So just yeah. understand it's you. You're actually afraid of yourself, your own thoughts. They're your own thoughts that you're just plucking out and you're thinking those thoughts are in other people's head, but you're not. It's yeah. just you. It's, it's you, you. It's you being self-critical. Yeah. And I say it this with passion because I care. Love yourself with it. Understand that people have got the attention span of about two seconds in the gym. People aren't looking at you unless they're a personal trainer who might just come over and help. Yeah. And if they don't, they're a dick. Or just go ask for help. No one's there judging you because no one gives a fuck. People have got no attention span. They're not going to remember it. You won't even remember half of this podcast. You won't remember half this podcast. Go look at the stuff that I put out on social media. You won't remember half of that. But just share whatever. You see me or Spencer doing something in the gym. We just do whatever. You know, we don't, don't care what other people think. Then if you can truly get to the point of of getting past that, you feel so much freer and you just feel like you... Because you can't live if you're just constantly thinking I about think, what other like, people think. One really big thing to do is if you're someone who feels like this, is go out on a starry night and just look up. Realize how big the fucking world is and realize... Your problems are fucking insignificant. Your thought processes are insignificant yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Like, it's only significant to you. Yeah, like you're making it this massive deal in your own head. No one gives a shit. There's so much more bigger things going out there than like someone looking at you in the weights area worried if, like you worrying if you're doing it right. Yeah. No one gives a shit. Yeah. I'm more worried about there's going to be eggs in the shop when I go in there. Oh, mate. Fucking literally mm -hmm. letting you buy two cartons of cunts. Is it two they've gone down to? Two. It's been like that for ages. But yeah, you're not good enough. I mean, for your own standards, maybe. So just lower your fucking standards and just understand that you're in the learning phase. We're all in the learning phase. We're all learning this shit. Okay? Not all of us are fucking amazing. So you're just there to learn. You'll get better if you keep turning up. Scared of other people? Fuck off everyone else. No one gives a fuck about you. Just give a fuck about your own self and just do your own shit. You're rubbish at it. We're all rubbish when we first started. We're all rubbish when we do something new. You keep at it, you'll get better. Okay? And I'll let you know this. Let you know this. Most people in the gym that have been there for ages are still shit. To, are still shit to, compared to my standards. But they don't know that. That's just because I know it. Right. Last one. Be honest. What's an excuse you always make? My time of the month. Well, you can only make that for a short time period. Yeah. Like, no, so if you're, not... if you're saying that it's our time of the month that you're actually ovulating, then you need to look, take a fucking hard look in the mirror, you know? You can work around. Put your it's fucking a... phone down. Sorry, I got distracted. Fucking there. shit you are. Um, shit cunt. So over for me, <laughs> obviously we are two males talking about the female menstrual cycle. We do not experience it. However, obviously, we deal with it a lot with our clients. We are both very female dominant of our clients, so we've done a fair amount of research into it. Yeah. We have never experienced it, nor will we ever will, probably. Um, but we can get our head around it from the biological and physiological standpoints. So, obviously, females get in varying levels. We have both experienced people that have high levels of endometriosis, for example, that 
is just put someone their ass in the bath. Yeah. Completely fucking understandable why that's a struggle. Because, yeah, you, you know, you physically cannot do stuff at times. A lot of people may get cramps or something like that, which can be uncomfortable. So understanding, firstly, how your period affects you is the main one. Yeah. And two, understanding what is actually going on physiologically as well. Because, like, you know, the amount of females that I've spoke to about their cycles and stuff, and they're like, oh, how do you know this much? It's like, what's this is happening in your body. How do you not know it? Like, you, you, I think it's something that you should go away and you should really look into actually what's going on, what's potentially going to happen in each phase to you, seeing if it does and how much it affects you. So, for example, um, certain phases you're going to have a drop in appetite, but you might have an increase in strength. But if the appetite is not met, then the strength might actually not even happen. So, for example, little bits like that, seeing how consistently that happens to you so that you can adjust your training to suit that. So, for example, if you know you've got your someone who just gets hit hard, you know, severe cramps, heavy flow, that kind of thing, that might just be a week where you just cut your training volume down massively and you train on those days where you feel like you can. If, for example, you're someone who barely gets any symptoms or anything like that, then training volume might need to drop a little bit. It might just stay naturally the same. But I can get behind that idea of it being an excuse for those who have severe levels of it or potentially complications with it. Yeah. Um, I think what you need to do is really understand really, really deep dive menstrual cycles, understand it each phase, how it works, how it does everything, how contraception may affect it and understand how it affects you specifically. Yeah. And I've talked to someone who knows what they're doing with training in relation to that. Because there's some phenomenal coaches out there who will just like completely show you a whole new side of training whilst you're on. Yeah. And training around your menstrual cycle. Or two, trial and error it. And just adjust it and start easy and just work with it and just see how it goes. Yeah, just to give you kind of like the basic rundown of your cycle. You got your twenty eight day cycle where you go through your four or your two main stages. Your follicular and luteal, we got your early and then late version of each one of those. It can be broken down into four stages then. The shitter time for most women is going to be late luteal coming into menstrual cycle. And then the stronger phases is pre and post, like just pre and just post ovulation. That's when you're getting your spike in kind of like all your hormones, testosterone, estrogen being some of the main ones where obviously you're ovulating, but that's where people feel stronger, recovery is better, mood's better, fucking hornier you know but the reason you fucking get knackered is obviously because there's a lot of processes going on in your mm. body and there's a lot of hormonal changes yeah. so you've got the lining of your womb that's being built up post-menstruation but that gets really taxing in the luteal phase and the late luteal phase post-ovulation so when that lining of your womb breaks down what you don't realize is because your body's creating all this extra mass it requires energy it's like a furnace that's been turned up uh, in your body because your body temperature actually increases for that those two weeks which requires more calories but you're you don't consume those calories but when you get to the point where you actually menstruate and it knackers you out you then realize so that you're so depleted because you haven't you you should have been eating a little bit more for the yeah. past you know 10 to 14 days because your body needed all this extra calories to to uh build up the lining of your womb yeah. the average woman in this late luteal phase 
uh, the menstrual cycle will burn an extra 150 to 300 calories per day. So you do that over a week. That could be 1,500 to 3,000 calories, depending on how big you are. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking food. <laughs> so allow yourself in your late luteal phase to have a little bit more food. Write it in your, if you're quite regular with your cycle, write your dates of when you're due on, okay? Especially if you're someone who's maybe on the pill or something like that, and it's quite regular, you can control it. If you haven't got a cycle, you'll still have some symptoms. So maybe make a diary of some of the symptoms when you kind of feel peaks and troughs, certain things. And then you can start to record like, all right, I feel shit here. I feel really low in energy here. Yeah, so the, the week before, have a little bit more food. That's just my favorite basic carbs. Is when you get someone come on with you and you're like, you know, you start talking about menstrual cycles and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, I'm on the pill. And it's like, yeah, you're... You're there's still, still, there's still stuff phases. going on, but think of it as just it's like it's a symptom. Someone's just turned someone just turned the volume down. Yeah, you're not you getting, know, and the actual effects of it. So you know, it's straight about like, you just take bleeding. Like bleeding is a symptom of the period. It's not the period itself. Yeah, yeah. The period is the whole period, the 28 yeah. days. You it's know. just one of the symptoms of one of the phases. You're yeah. still going to go through the phases. Your body's still going to go through some form of the processes you're just not going to get as many of the symptoms occur yeah and you might have different ones occur based on the menstrual cycle uh, the contraception that you're on so like it's a big big thing to actually understand the female body and males if you are listening at this point understand it because it'll make your life so much easier as well yeah but like just understanding it and then how it's going to apply to you and then just putting it in action and it, it will take a little bit of trial and error yeah just the main thing that i do for my women is that late luteal to when you're bleeding is so is where you would have a little bit more food and you might lower training a little bit more might obviously still have priority of sleep about priority of sleep a little bit more a bit more rest recovery and then if you're looking to train a little bit harder go for some heavier lifts um that's looking at maybe that week post bleeding around that, that that kind of like ovulation phase is where you're kind of looking for all of that um but again a lot of you may differ i've had a lot of women who are very kind of very similar across the whole yeah um the whole 28 days and they don't really notice much change but there's some women who feel like an absolute roller coaster and if you're someone who's got um adenomyosis endometriosis pcos you know worked with a number of people like this you need to again understand that your cycle is going to be a heavy hitter you need to see where kind of any if there's any trends any things that cause flare-ups you know i've noticed a lot of clients who lose a, a weight well and stay in a good routine the health fitness and their diet really manage it quite well um, and obviously look at all the other health factors they manage to stay on top of it quite well so as as best as you can do that do it um just so you can manage those flare-ups but when the flare-ups happen just understand that's the that's the card you've been the hand you've been dealt with that yeah, and you just work with that as best yeah. you can you know and those kind of ones can be fucking nasty as well so it's just managing it to the best of your ability and under, again understanding what is going on and how you can alleviate as much of it as possible through just everyday means yeah but uh, you're all individual with this as yeah. well. But the, the the science and the research and the is there to to yeah. just Google. You can look. You can literally Google for female menstrual cycle, and you can see graphs of like what changes in the body, what's actually happening. Yeah. It's very easy. I've got some stuff pulled up now just for reference, and you can see it all there. But there's loads of stuff, loads of interest in reading stuff. Yeah. But what I've just said there is kind of like what I I'm just kind of giving you like the the short, sweet version of what I say to my clients. But um try and implement some of that stuff if you if you are finding that it's draining you but understand that there are points throughout your period that you can take time off and sh and advise to take time off because you know unfortunately you know you can't go 100 all the time unless you're kind of dampening it with uh 
hormones. Yeah. Just, I mean, girls, if you don't want your period, just take a bunch of testosterone. Just fucking ruin your period. Ruin it. Just become a bloke. Just change. Transition. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, we went there. That's it. Right, that's all of them. Bloody We lovely. went for quite a bit there. Yeah. I mean, there, there was obviously, there was a lot of crossovers. Yeah. So um, I didn't read every single question. There was a lot of the same ones, just worded different ways. A lot of people saying I don't have time in different ways. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so that that kind of covers all of your fucking excuses. Do you have any excuses that you made lately? Do you want to be honest? Um, there's someone I'm just like, I'm not, not going to make an excuse. I just can't be fucked. Like, I, I've got to a point now where I, I don't really oh, feel the fuck. need to make an excuse. Just kick the wire. I'm getting a bit more honest with myself and being like, you know what, no, I just can't go to that. Yeah, because we spoke about this before, and I'm I'm big on taking ownership of the actions, and yeah. I like to um, I like to see how long I can go without making an excuse. Yeah. Um, whether it's just something little, whether it's just something little like a. You know, like like if we didn't do a podcast, even why didn't do a podcast? Oh, I can't bother. That's an excuse. The, yeah. the, the 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 ownership is we didn't prioritize it and make time. That would be yeah. out taking ownership. Yeah. So, pardon me. So whenever something kind of comes up a lot, it's just taking ownership. It's it's just finding. It's just not. It's looking at the reason behind it, really. Because when you like, yeah. why am I saying this? Why am I allowing myself to do that? Because when you take ownership, for example, let's use that, that example. Like, oh, if we didn't do a podcast tonight, and it's like, oh, why don't we do a podcast? Oh, can we bothered? No, it's because we didn't prioritize it and make time for it. You know, so then it's like, all right, you actually can learn something from that. So you can learn, okay, so if I need to do my podcast in the future, yeah, I need to prioritize it and make time for it. Yeah. They get you by taking ownership, you just give yourself the solution. Yeah. And there'll be so many more people in so many better positions if they I, took ownership of certain actions because you would learn what the solution to your problem also is. That ability to drop the ego to be like, actually, yeah, this is just on me. I'm just fucking. It's all what I need on you. To do. If you're overweight, yeah. it's on you. If, if you're unhappy, nine times out of ten, it's on you. Yeah. You know. I love the if you're um, unfit. It's on you. The change in um, political standpoint on some points on especially on top end of stuff now with people turning around to obese people and being like nah this is on you actually oh it fucking is and they're starting to be like you, you've chose to be like this rather than mollycotton it and snowflake it where it has been before you have it's, to. it's now you a little to. bit more especially bigger names are starting to be like you're fat and you've let yourself become fat like mm. that's on you yeah sweet shit I think I'm here. I'm here for it. I love it. I think I don't like polite personal trainers. I think people are pers- oh, God, I see really personal honest. trainers that are just too nice and it's like I'm an I'm a nice person. I'm very I'm very relatable with my clients. I can talk to them, speak to them well, but I don't bullshit them. I'll yeah. tell them the truth. I'll tell them where I think they're at. I'll tell them if I think they're fucking chatting shit or doing the work or something like that. You need someone to hold you accountable. Obviously, yeah, I've changed my tone person to person, but I think people just need to be told it's you're in a situation because of you. you as well, isn't it? Yeah. Like, are you going to be a pushover just because someone's paying you for your time? To the, be there like, are some oh, people yeah, who will just fucking suck your ass because yeah. they're paying you. And it's like, I don't I'm care sh- how much someone pays me. I will tell you if you're shit. I will tell yeah. I will tell you if you're fucking wasting your own time and you you just need to pull your finger out your fucking ass. Yeah. There are people out there that are fucking trainers, not naming names, that just will not fucking do that. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. My favorite ones are the ones that moan and they're not losing weight. And you're like, yeah, because you're not doing this, 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 this. And they, they almost like a look of shock in their face when you call them out for doing it. And they're like, oh my God. Mm, yeah i think and it's very interesting to see how people react to that every 
single one of my clients the face-to-face and online know because i've the ones i've got now i've had for a while now Mm. they know what they need to be doing and it's good because i don't get that uh they know they know my response yeah they know what i'm gonna say they know to what's coming they, they, they they're not getting that fucking you know oh, but it's okay yeah, yeah. like yeah. you know I'll, I'll talk to someone in the right way if they need that you know i'll support and comfort whatever but they know what they need to be doing yeah. like they ain't coming to me with an excuse they know it now all right no even no sorry they come to me with an excuse but they do know what they need to be doing yeah like no one's perfect but they do know it yeah it's it just no, it has it. to be drilled into people that yeah. they know they know they know it's on them they know it's on them and you yeah. once you know that then you can learn from it you just got to apply it once you learn from it you got to apply it success like speed people so fucking if you learn from it get it done hopefully yeah. you've learned something from this podcast as well if we've answered your question i hope it's helped yeah i like this yeah. i'm gonna i keep doing these one um one question question ones anyway so uh check out for I'm the sure we'll do some more yeah we'll, we'll do some anything you wanted to plug um no no as usual i am gonna plug my challenge i'm running my 10 week as usual. 10 week summer shred challenge starting on april 24th people this might be posted before then i will i will post this before then because i've <laughs> shared this now okay doing 10 weeks if you want to get involved i'm offering 10 weeks of support through my online services We've got about 30 people as of today's date in the group i'm giving away 400 pounds at least to one of the winners and there's going to be it's a 45 pound buy-in and you get support your training nutrition educational videos you get me calling you out on your bullshit because you know you need that okay ultimately giving you accountability to get that shit done and uh, get in great shape for the summer and not just for the summer but for many summers to follow i'll put a link in the text but you can also just find on my instagram you'll sort all that out plugged right over and out motherfuckers yeah lovely seeing you all and hearing you all bye 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 bye